Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to Planantial's podcast, Future Rich. My name is Barbara Ginty, and I am your host and also a CFP. And today is Sunday, March 15th of 2020. I'm here with fan favorite Natasha. Hey, gang. And we are just doing a little bonus episode here to kind of talk about what is going on, because we had a wild, and some would say rough ride in the market this week with, uh, we hit the Dow Jones had an incredible drop on Thursday, and then we also had an incredible rebound on Friday, but it has been its quite a unique scenario we are in with this pandemic. So we figured we'd just do a little quick check-in with everybody, see how everyone's doing, and I figured Natasha would probably have the best questions. Yeah, so uh, yeah, definitely a wild week, and I feel like as somebody who's probably kind of passive with her investments, like I kind of just do what you say. This is probably the first time I've actually watched the markets really closely. Um, so I have a deferred comp plan because I'm a government employee, but that's basically the same thing as if you have a four hundred one k. And I lost about seven thousand um, dollars in like one day. So I guess my question is: is for those of your listeners or people that have money in the market, what should we do? Like, should I move it into a place where it just isn't in the market or in, in less aggressive spots? Like, so like for my deferred comp, like, I don't, I don't know what to do really. So you don't ever want to try and time the market. And that is where you timing the market means that you are going to try and get out of the market before it gets bad and then get back into the market when you think it's going to get better. And that just is not um, a way to be successful long-term with your investments because it's hard to predict when it's going to get bad and then hard to predict when it's going to get better, if you can think about that. Okay. And especially with investments um, like retirement plans and so forth, if you decide to get out, getting back in doesn't mean you're going to get in that exact moment you decide to get back in. And if you miss just one good day in the market, it could affect you know, your performance pretty dramatically when you look at a chart. So the best thing to do, especially for someone like you or and a lot of the listeners, is we have a long time to go for uh, before we retire, which is the reason we call it future rich. Like the goal is to have accumulated net worth for the future, so that we can all retire. Because um, I don't want to be the only one retired; that won't be fun. <laughs> um, so the key is if you feel like you can, and I know times are a little uncertain, especially you know you have a government job, so I feel like you probably feel secure with your paycheck. 
um, and you have a solid emergency fund, then this is a great time to increase your contributions if you can swing okay. it. So essentially, I'm telling you to do the opposite of what say. your gut is <laughs> Not what, what I thought you would say. Opposite of what I thought you would say. <laughs> so basically, yeah, opposite of what you want to do. Because I think in times where there's uncertainty and things are not the normal, you want to go to something that feels safe to take back control, right? Because right now we have no yeah. control. And so I think that's how people say, okay, I can't take watching this is a scary so I'm going to take back the control I don't care that I lost in your case seven thousand dollars I'd rather know that I lost seven and then stay with the loss of seven rather than risk an unknown yeah. right and put it in the you know a money market or cash so that I know what my loss is because you don't actually lose money until you sell okay. right so right now your account value has changed but you didn't actually take a loss until you go and sell and change those positions uh, that you have so yeah, that Does actually that is somewhat comforting. <laughs> so the key here is if you can increase it, I would, because your dollar cost averaging, you're buying more shares down. So just like, let's use an example of, why don't we use a product from Apple? And let's say Apple's product cost, um, if you're going to buy earbuds, is $200. And you walk by the store all the time and you really want those earbuds and they're $200, which is out of your budget. And then one day you walk by the store and it's 50% off and they're 100 are you like, oh man, they're definitely not worth it. Those are crappy earbuds. They, they're only $100. Or do you say, oh, that's great. I can now afford it because it's $100 and in my budget, I'm going to buy it. Ladder. Yeah. Ladder. Okay. Same concept. Everything that you owned three months ago is still the same investments, right? They're just okay. now cheaper. Okay. So if you bought those earbuds, for instance, now at 100 and they go back up to $200, then maybe you can sell them to your roommate for 200 because you only paid 100 Got it. It's a sale, if you will. So if you can afford to, and this is not going to be the case for everybody, but if you can afford to, you know, increase your savings at the moment, you'll be able to buy more shares um, at a lower price. Okay. And, and even if you can, if you have investments where they're paying you dividends and interest, then those can get reinvested and then those will help you buy more shares lower. So for a long-term investor, this is a really great opportunity because um, we haven't had this happen in a very, you know, in a long time, I would say probably since, you know, we've had a really good run up in the market um, since 2008. So for you, this is an opportunity. It doesn't always feel like an opportunity in the moment because opportunities sometimes are disguised as scary, yeah, scary events. So. <laughs> yeah, so this is disguised as a scary event and it is a scary event, not to say that it's not. It definitely is. We've never seen anything like this in our country and, you know, this is very unprecedented. We, a global pandemic and, I'm out in Utah. They just closed all the ski resorts last night and um, schools are closed and people are working from home, including myself, and you're going to start working from home. So definitely very unique circumstances and unnerving. But in terms of the market, I think it'll continue to be an up and down and continue to be a bit of a wild ride because uncertainty creates volatility, which is the ups and downs that you see in the market. But th this is an opportunity for So a for people investor. that have 401ks or deferred comp, like myself, try to, if we can, like increase the percentage we're contributing to it, essentially. Yeah, if you have room to increase it and the rest of your financial life is in order, right? So I wouldn't, if you don't have an emergency fund, then you might not be a worker who can work from home or you think you might be losing some income, you know, if, if maybe you're a personal trainer or some sort of, you know, for instance, um, maybe a ski instructor or something where you may, maybe you're not going to be making as mm -hmm. much money or in the service industry. So then maybe, you know, I wouldn't 
suggest doing it at all costs. It's just if you have the wiggle room and you have the solid emergency fund and you have everything else lined up and you can afford it, then I would say, yeah, try and take advantage of the of the okay. volatility we're going to see in the market. So let's say, um, should we like add more money to emergency funds? Like I know I'm like asking you kind of like read a crystal ball because we have no idea how long this is going to last. But I guess like what happens if like the markets collapse again? Like what's the worst case scenario? Well, so the markets did not collapse on Thursday. <laughs> That's, That's a very happened. strong word. <laughs> No, the markets did not collapse. Um, we had two, the, the stock markets have circuit breakers, um, meaning that because the majority of trading is electronic, things can move very quickly. So that if the market falls at full, you know, a certain percentage, they halt trading and that's to okay. maintain an orderly marketplace. Um, they don't want to see it go too fast. So the mar- the circuit breakers are in place to keep everything in order. Um, and so those did their job. It kind of calms, you know, it makes okay. everyone take a break and kind of pauses things. So the markets didn't collapse. We hit circuit breakers twice uh, this past week, but we did not have a collapse in the market. We had the we had a huge um, down day on Thursday. I think the Dow Jones. They said it, I think it was the largest one day move. Yeah, that's what I heard. I think since 1987. But then it rebounded, rebounded a little that day. And then on Friday, we had, I think, the largest um, increase, one-day increase since 2008. But there was no collapse in the markets. The markets are working perfectly fine, and the circuit breakers are there to help um, you know, maintain an orderly market in case it gets a little crazy. Okay. There, there was not a collapse of the market. <laughs> when, I think sometimes with the news um, – you know, they quote all these num- these crazy statistics, which are interesting, but I think they also can cause some panic and fear. And when you're watching the market and you're seeing it go down, that's a very scary thing if you're in retirement and pulling your distributions and you need that money for your monthly income and you're watching your account values go down. That's a very different position than I think you are and most of our listeners, which is you're in the accumulation phase, right? So the accumulation phase means you are saving money for your retirement. You're accumulating your net worth now. So these big dips are really, when you go and look back on this in 10 years or 15 years, you're going to have okay. made a lot of money during this period of time because you're buying shares now. So when it does go back up, because the market always goes up and always goes down, right? We just don't know when, but we know that it's going to go up and we know it's going to go down. So when it does go back up, you'll have had more, you'll purchase more shares during this down period or down days. I, I mean, I think that this coming week is also going to be a bit of a wild ride. Yeah. I don't know, but that would be my guess. So kind of do what people are doing with toilet paper, buy a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I would say if you can, if you can swing it and everything else is set up, the emergency fund and so forth. Yes. I would say if you have discretionary, you know, or extra disposable income right now, I would be, you know, making sure you're taking advantage of your work retirement plans and, and buying more. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. That sounds like a plan. I love a plan. Yeah. And that's a key, right? The key is if you had a plan before this going into it, you know, and a lot of the people on the show, when they come on, we talk about like what their strategy should be, right? You know, pay off the credit card debt, make sure you have a good emergency fund, um, tackle your student loans, which now they're going to be deferring interest on, which is wonderful. And then, you know, increasing your retirement savings. If you had a plan going into this, you should stick to your plan throughout this. It's not, you don't abandon your plan in time of crisis. Okay. You can reevaluate your plan. So if something changed, like your job situation changed 
in the wake of this, you know, maybe you're a waitress and now you're not making as much in tips, then you can reevaluate and readjust, but you don't just scrap the plan. Mm -hmm. Okay. Don't scrap the plan. (laughs) You know, the idea is don't scrap the plan. So you have a plan, stick to the plan, play the plan. And then you just recalibrate throughout this, which in, you know, let's say in your case, probably not going to be taking a vacation ideally because, you know, we probably shouldn't be traveling in the next few weeks. So maybe the money that you were going to use for that, you increase your deferred comp and take advantage of, of the down market. Okay. Okay. But yeah, don't don't just take the plan and throw it out the window. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was about to do. I know. I feel like that's what you were thinking about doing. You're like, I'm just going to buy a lot of toilet paper and I'm throwing the plan out the window. And then I'm just going to sit in my apartment for two weeks. (laughs) But that's good. Yeah. And you should be able to increase your deferred comp just online. It's usually pretty simple. You just go online and and submit it that way. I can do it that way. It's pretty easy. You can do it from the the comfort of your couch. Yes, exactly. Well, good. Well, that was helpful. I mean, I don't really have any other questions. I think that was just it. Like seeing the stock slide and then checking my deferred comp and being like, oh my God, you know, it's like, it's a panic reaction. You're right. So, um, yeah, good to know. It's an, it's an emotional reaction. So remember, you just have to take the emotion out of this and say, okay, so my account value is down. So everything I owned that I owned three months ago that I was happy with, Mm -hmm. right. You were happy with everything three months ago. So it's the same stuff that you own all good investments so here's an opportunity for you to go in and buy a little bit more when it's at a, a lesser cost. So it's like now the toilet paper is on sale. <laughs> on sale. Same product, on sale. cheaper okay. price. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Got it. So just stick to the plan. Don't throw this out there. I'm not. I will, I'm going to hold tight. <laughs> hold tight. Okay. So for all of our lovely listeners, this is a little check-in. We're going to be on Instagram answering questions. So if you follow us, you can um, check us out on Financial on Insta. And then uh, we should be launching our first class very soon. We are working on graphics now, and that's going to be a student loan class. And you can find that on www.planancial.com. And wash your hands. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.